Um. What's the best way to celebrate Arbor Day? By planting a tree, of course. The plant experts at Waddell's recommend planting a tree for a better tomorrow. Waddell's founder, Harley Waddell, was quoted saying, one of the noblest things you can do is plant a tree that will give shade to someone you'll never know. You can continue this noble tradition by planting a tree at your school, church, a park, or in your landscape. Check out the great selection of trees that are arriving daily. And this week, they're all 25% off. More Arbor Day fun is going on today at Waddell's from 10 until 2. Bring the family to learn more about trees and what they can do for the environment. Kids will get to make a tree identifier craft and take home their choice of an evergreen tree, strawberry plant, or a pansy plant, all free. And remember, you can save 25% on any tree in stock with more than 100 varieties to choose from. Commemorate Arbor Day at Woodell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Open Monday through Friday 9 to 7, Saturday 9 to 6, closed Sundays. A quiet start to our Saturday will allow high temperatures to top off in the upper 50s to low 60s this afternoon. It will be a bit breezy at times as winds come from the west-southwest at 5 to 15 miles per hour. As a cold front sweeps through, moderate to heavy rainfall will move across west Michigan. Even a few rumbles of thunder are possible, and it'll be a lot cooler behind this front. Expect low temperatures to fall to near 39 by Sunday morning. Spotty showers continue Sunday with a high near 48. Tracking southwest Michigan's weather, I'm Storm Team 8 meteorologist, Sarah Flynn. Thanks, Sarah. Right now, sunshine in 51. But as we get ready for over the garden fence, I, I guess it would be a good idea, and I'll mention it to Andy too, uh, that you might want to get your uh, gardening done early just so you don't have to play around in the mud and everything like that. But anyway, right now, it's beautiful. 51. Uh, feels like 48 because we have a slight breeze, but uh, it's a good day to get out and get a lot of stuff done. Don't forget our Tiger uh, baseball change today because of the uh, rain out yesterday. Uh, the Tigers will be on the air here on 590-1069 FM WKZL later today at noon. We'll be joining the pregame show in progress as the first pitch will be at 1210. And then the second game will be at 445, again, weather permitting. And uh, hopefully we'll have a double, double header for you today on WKZO. And it's time once again to say good morning and welcome you to Over the Garden Fence. Brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of Millam and 12th Street, right at the roundabout. And as I mentioned before, he's here in studio, the one, the only, the inimitable, Mr. Andy Waddell. Good morning. <laughs> good morning, How Jim. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing all right. We're, we're having some fun. As I mentioned earlier, given the forecast that Sarah mentioned, hey. you might want to get out and get your gardening done early. Man, you know what? It's beautiful this morning. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it is. I uh, want to remind people that, of course, you can get in touch with Andy and ask questions or make a comment or whatever at 382 Just understand that we're, let's see, how I want to put this. We're a little understaffed today because one of our uh, employees is under the weather and we hope mm-hmm. it feels better, but we're kind of by ourselves here today. So if you call, let the phone ring. And I'll be there as soon as I can. I'll, I'll answer it. <laughs> or Andy will answer it. I'll hand it over to him and say, hey, what's you know, radio, uh, phone, roulette? That's, that's always okay. a lot of fun. Um, and if you're a little radio shy, you can text us at mm-hmm. 80373 and we'll get it right away. Get the text going and sometimes they get the questions going. Yep, there we you go. Bet. You bet. So, so how you been? You know what? It's good and uh, happy Arbor Day weekend. Yes. Yes, yeah. indeed. So last, week was, last weekend was Earth Day. Yes. And then this weekend is Arbor Day. So it's, it's really a, the week of trees. It kind of is with Earth Day like last that. week, Arbor Day this week, and uh, um, you know, Waddell's. We're all about trees, and we're all about events. So we're kind of kicking off um, our brand new uh, kids club Ooh. event at the same time, or uh, kids club. 
that they can come in and come to our tree stations, we'll say, and we'll talk about that more in a okay. few minutes. So, cool. yeah, so thanks for having me. And the weather did hold off everybody. So this morning I was outside with the dog and uh, very, very nice out. Yes, so, it was nice. So Still th- is. Thanks for having me. Let's do some timely tips. Okay. And then, uh, please give us your calls and uh, questions, and uh, we uh, can help the friends. So good morning, and welcome to the Overgarden Friends and your host, Andy Waddell, on this Arbor Day weekend. Thanks for joining us, because it is the power of the green industry that I share the importance of trees. The original idea of Arbor Day, we have now at Waddell's the love of trees on a daily basis. We see the value of not only trees, but the whole landscape, the shrub, the perennial, the vegetable, and yes, the value of a great lawn. And that's why we actually are having an event today with Arbor Day weekend. You you guessed it at Waddell's nice combination day with kicking off our kids club, our gardener's kids club. And there's stations set up for a little education station, a giveaway station, and the kids station for crafts. So an Arbor Day tree sale to go along with it with hundreds to choose from, all grown by Waddell's. And uh, pick it up, take it yourself, plant it with the family, and then or have us plant it for you. We can have the right tree for you with uh, maybe... uh, the right spot. Sometimes uh, Jim comments on his trees, and the the magnolia is in the right spot at your house. Yeah, it is. It's it a is. beautiful spot. It is. And so maybe uh, we talked about Japanese maples. Jim has a love oh, for that. I love and, Japanese maples. But there's a right spot and a wrong spot to put that tree. So sometimes walking and talking with the staff members, you can sometimes get that information. Sometimes uh, with some of that information, then. Um, that, that children could take with them the tree of their choice today with either a little seedling, a strawberry seedling, or a pansy plant. Oh, very nice. Yeah. And uh, um, we can talk about what you get. It's kind of a little, each month we'll have an, an event, and they can have a punch card that they, as they work um, from uh, T-shirts and little gardening kits that, the, that goes along with the um uh, the event, so which really nice. So come join today at Waddell's for sure. Now Arbor Day was created back in 1872. Jim, let's set the tone. <sighs> Just kidding. Um, and the pioneers began moving back into the Nebraska territory. The lack of trees was deeply felt. I can only feel the heat. Not only did the new residents miss the trees, but they were also left with no trees as needed for windbreaks to help keep the soil in place, for fuel, for building materials, and, oh, yes, shade from the hot sun. So on January 4th, 1872, J. Sterling Morton first proposed a tree-planting holiday called Arbor Day. Now, January 4th might have been a little cooler to still plant. So uh, at a meeting at the State Board of Agricultural, agriculture the the celebration was set for april 1872 prizes were offered by counties and individuals for the largest number of <clears throat> properly planted trees yeah there's there's an important <laughs> phrase there yep and on that day it was estimated that more than 1 million trees were planted in nebraska alone on that first arbor day 
and now today is celebrated on the last Friday in April. Families, schools, kids group, youth group, church activities all celebrate by helping our earth beautify it and cover it and cool it. So maybe stop down today. Now, at the same time, Jim, I like the coolness of the shade. Mm-hmm. I also like the coolness of a nice lawn. Yes. Now, I have been reading, did my studies, a large tree has enough oxygen to um, satisfy and help four people. Now, also, a 50 by 50 lawn does the same thing. Mm-hmm. So 2,500 square feet would give enough oxygen for a family of four. There we go. So today, maybe is the day you will get back to trees in a few minutes. But maybe today is the day that you work on the lawn. There's still plenty of time to put down the first application. Today, we have our Fertilome Lawn Fertilizer Company rep, Dave Taylor, to answer all your lawn questions and concerns. And here to help set up your own lawn program that suits your lawn as well as your budget. There's a way that... um, I just love pulling up to that nice, freshly mowed lawn that looks good with no weeds, no bumps in the lawn from the moles, and uh, just has a, you know, kind of the envy of the neighborhood yeah, a little yeah. bit. Everybody too, wants to have your lawn. Yeah, yeah. So um, maybe there are some issues. Compaction, we can help. Bare spots, I know we can help. Moles, there are some issues. Yes, we can help. And weeds, we can help. So with compaction, how about using clay soil conditioner or gypsum? We've always said gypsum acts like a little hoe and digs at the ground and works up and makes aeration for compact clay soils, especially for the Kalamazoo area. Bare spots? Hmm. Moss loves bare spots. And moss loves to fill in where those bare spots are. Steel rake, heavy overseed, maybe lime or a little gypsum to loosen up that hard ground. Fertilize and do easy straw over that. And it's funny you asked that question. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that. We have a text. Uh-uh. And it's and it's the bare spot thing. Uh, if I need to spread grass seed in areas that are bare due to dog spots yes. to fill in, I can't apply crabgrass fertilizer because it won't germinate. So what fertilizer mm-hmm. do I use for the remaining one? Very good point because you would use step one, crabgrass control for seeding. Oh, okay. Ah, that most places don't sell. We sell at Waddell's. So it gives you the option to kill out the grass seed and still allow the grass, uh, kill out the gra- uh, crabgrass and still allow the grass seed to come up and okay. germinate. All right. So that's a very good option. Maybe if you have already applied the crabgrass control, you can really rough up that ground, loosen it, and mm-hmm. maybe remove some of that crabgrass control if it's been put down and uh, do some overseeding there. Or if it's already been applied and it's rained on and it's already washed in, wait 16 weeks. Okay. Okay. But <clears throat> step one for seeding is made by Scott's, and it's a nice option that will still kill out all that crabgrass and still allow you to grass seed right now. Okay. All yeah. Right. Um, I have another question. I'll tell you what, let's take a quick break Mm -hmm. and we'll get back to your timely tips. And we'll ask a question about, um, 
blueberry bushes. Oh, nice. I love them. All right. So we'll be right back with Andy and some timely tips and uh, answer our texter's question about blueberry bushes. All of that coming up on Over the Garden Fence on WKZO. Your own healthy food is easy with advice from the gardening experts at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Fresh fruits from your own backyard provide the best quality fruit around and save you money compared to supermarket prices. Waddell's has a great selection of fruit trees and berry plants. Choose from any varieties of 5 to 7 foot fully branched fruit trees ready to transplant into your landscape. Another healthy eating choice is blueberries. Get blueberry shrubs now and enjoy fresh tasty blueberries for years to come. There are seven varieties that ripen at different times throughout the summer. Plant a few so you have fresh blueberries all season long. How about some fresh strawberries? Waddell's has pots of 25 strawberry plants, just the right amount to make a strawberry bed in your garden. Choose from seven varieties, either June-bearing or ever-bearing. Other favorites available at Waddell's include potatoes, onions, garlic, herbs, and more. Waddell's is located on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. WKZO News Time is 918, back with Over the Garden Fence and Andy Waddell. And we. Um, you got a text. Getting the text here. questions. Yeah, now this no is. Gonna, um, we're going to ask our texter to give us a, a little bit more information in a sure. second. But here's the, uh, here's the, uh, the comment and the question. We purchased a half a dozen blueberry bushes about five years ago from Waddell's. We followed the directions. We have since lost five of the six plants. And the one remaining plant produces about a dozen berries during the season. Is there a trick? to raising productive blueberry bushes. The question I'm going to ask um, our texter, mm-hmm. could you please text in what? how did the other bushes die? Oh, Was there something that killed them, or did they, sure. just, did they just you know go away? Or So if you could give us that information, yeah. and then I'm going to wind Andy up and let him go. Hey, you know what? And let's have our, our thoughts go towards any blueberry field. It's going west, and it's usually in... Low ground, mm-hmm. and they love wet feet. So what I have done to have people have success is cut out an area and actually, Jim, remove the soil. Go ahead and spread it out the rest of the garden and install peat moss. Okay. All. That's it. Okay. And then plant your blueberries in there. Number one, blueberries love low pH. They want acidic ground. pH will then immediately allow that blueberry to... to uh, to uh, grab hold. Number two, the peat moss is going to hold the moisture the best. So I'm not saying to flood and have them sitting in wet feet, but you can see those ground west Goebbels area. There's a lot of low area, and those uh, blueberries thrive. Blueberries are also sweet plants. They have a sweet bark. So animal, rabbit, um, deer, vole, shrew, and drought will sometimes take a blueberry down and so blueberries like a pruning and so if the older wood is somewhat fatigued they usually say every third year to kind of rejuvenate and do some pruning so those just some ideas with uh maybe some uh benefits on doing uh blueberries um they they love to be fed with hollytone and um um, they grow really fast once they get established. I will say that. Okay. Now they texted back, said nothing specific. Just killed the bushes that they could see. They just didn't go. They didn't go all at once. Yeah. So now, so here my here's my second question: the blueberry bush that remains. Mm-hmm. Okay, would they dig that up 
completely and then put the peat moss yeah, in Tim, and then you, put, replant you're it? You're pretty good. I was going to just say that because if it's just struggling, it's got a dozen blueberries, chances are it's not have a pollinator anymore. Okay. It needs a cross-pollinator, okay, so, an opposite variety. So okay. what I might say is if it's a blue ray, blue crop, Jersey Giant, something like that, a Jersey, excuse me, um, something like that, maybe get an opposite variety and lift that up, put peat moss under it, fill that area up. Don't discard the dirt, but spread it around another area and just make your own little peat bog in uh, where, okay. the, where you're planting. All right, so essentially what you need to do is come into Waddell's and tell them what type of bush you have. Bring your soil. And bring your soil. I'm serious. Okay. Yep. More, more than likely, question. too, Jim, our water is getting more and more alkaline. So as we work and struggle at our farm where we grow stuff, our water is coming out of the ground seven. Seven two seven four seven six. Our our pH of our our soil is raising, which is making more and more plants like blueberries struggle, rhododendron azaleas struggle, hemlock struggle. Things that really like acidic ground. So, um, chances are a little test with the soil will go a long ways. Okay, All right. yeah. fantastic. Hope that answers your question, mm-hmm. and uh, and good luck. Think of almost almost everything in our market likes acidic ground except clematis mm-hmm. and lilac there are some other things but those are our two main things that like alkaline ground or okay. sweet ground so lilacs are struggling clematis are struggling i usually add lime a sweet um, um additive that makes your ph increase um, almost everything else we're usually adding go garden sulfur to uh, to drop your ph so okay yeah all right again 382-428-0877 3824280, or as our last two questions have done, um, you can uh, text in at 80373. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say one more thing about plants then. Um, on a blueberry, sometimes they are sold in smaller pots and maybe to rough those roots up, spread them out. Um, a lot of times when we were we were planting uh, Washington Hawthorne yesterday in Parkview Hills, our team, my older boy Zach and uh, um, Evie and you could see some of those pots, Jim, just had like the roots were wanting to just, they were dying to come out. You know, yeah. they were only a couple of years old, but take some time, take that trowel, you know, pull those roots out, spread them out. And so I'm, I'm just making examples on, on uh, more benefits. Um, Very cool. Yep. Um, let me ask you a tree question. Mm-hmm. Can, can people buy trees that are well in, in growth here? I mean, you know, not the huge... You know, my arms around, you know, the big, big trees, but mm-hmm. bigger trees where this year they're going to see some sort of a shade and things like that. Oh. <clears throat> At what point in time do you say, I can't do this? I've got to hire a professional to, to, pl- oh. to plant this tree. Yep. After about, uh, we can usually put some three, three and a half inch caliper trees. You start going to four to four and a half inch caliper. That's probably a 15 to 20 foot tree. Okay. We, we ask, um, easy tree transplanting to help help us move some of the trees he has a 40 44 inch spade and a 65 inch spade that has to move the trees around jim so yep other than that we we try to grow a lot of the trees in pots so they're ready available and then our farm digs in the early spring so they're in burlap bags ready for summer sales and so those are uh um a lot of the maples that are in that size two two and a half inch caliper um the way we measure caliper is six inches off the ground 
around the distance of the tree okay. trunk is about how it's measured. So three okay. to three and a half inch tree is a good size tree. That's probably okay. a good 800 to 1,000 pound tree so, still going so, in. Yeah, I was going to say, so what, what you do is when you go look for a tree at Waddell's, uh, once you find one that you like, okay, then the big question comes in, okay, can I do this myself or is this something that I need some professional help with? Yep. And okay. I, I say um, sometimes three guys in a pizza can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not being funny. And uh, we'll load for you, show you how to plant and everything. Some of that stuff needs machinery to, yeah. to get off the truck. And like I said, three three nice, strong boys to put it in. in a pizza. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's take a quick break again. And uh, we appreciate the text. You can keep those coming at 80373. Or you can call us at 382-4280 or 877-382-4280. Four two eight zero, and we'll be right back with Over the Garden Fence. This year, you can have a healthier, weed-free lawn. The easiest way to achieve lush green grass is to start with the first step today of the Premium Fertilome Lawn Program from Waddell's. With the Fertilome Phosphorus Free Program, you'll get everything your lawn needs in four easy steps. The first step, put on now, feeds your lawns to make grass greener and thicker. It also prevents and controls crabgrass and many broadleaf weeds. The second step feeds your lawn and contains the best weed killer available. The next two applications keep lawns a beautiful deep green. And right now, you can get an $8 instant in-store rebate on the 5,000-square-foot-size Fertilome Lawn Program, as well as larger rebates for the larger-size programs. Plus, today only, get a free 32-ounce ready-to-use weed-free zone, a $13.99 value. Weed-Free Zone is great for spot-treating dozens of pesky lawn weeds. Free with the purchase of your Fertilome All-Season Lawn Program today from Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. And we're back to Over the Garden Fence. WKZO News Time is 927. Andy Waddell with us here, as always, on Saturday morning. And we were... um, I I forgot where we were in your timely tips. I know we were talking about... um, It's all right. Trees. Yep. And, uh, you know, kind of when to plant and how to plant. and Before I forget anything, I'm going to tell everybody, yesterday we had a <clears throat> company store meeting. Uh-huh. And looking up archives is kind of fun to look up. Uh, Harley, who was our originator at mm-hmm. uh, Over the Garden Fence, used to, long before any computer, would a big ledger on what day the frost the frost came off yeah. and all the snows and how the springs. And so in the meeting yesterday, it was saying in 1961, Portage schools closed due to, due to the snow. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> One of two times <laughs> so, since I've been on Earth that it happened. No, I, oh, I, I, tell you, I tell you this story, and it's going to be very, very short. There was a superintendent for Portage named Varro O. Wilkinson. Mm-hmm. We used to see his picture all over the place. I don't think he believed in snow days. Honestly, oh. the, guy, the whole time that I went through junior high, tells you how old I am when I say junior high, um, up to close to high school. Really? We had one snow day that oh I can remember, gosh. and it was the blizzard of 67, and they still took us to school. They just left us there for 10 minutes and then sent us back home because it was snowing so hard. He didn't believe in snow days. So the first time when Dr. George Conti took over, we had a snow day. We were all looking at each other going, really? Were you barefoot? Are you sure? Are you sure we have a snow day? We don't get snow, you know. Oh, Joe. So anyway, that that's wild. Now, how long? How far back did the ledger go? Uh, it, it it went back into the end of the late fifties. Oh. So, and then he had magnolia for Scythia when they all bloomed, and oh, wow. some of the days um, was <clears throat> poor poor for Scythia because uh-huh. it went all the way from May fifth all the way back to March twenty fifth, oh, wow. and one day it said March twenty fifth was uh, heavy. 
uh, 84 degrees. So mm-hmm. the forsythia sat there and flowered. Four days later, it got sub-zero temperatures. Oh. So we know we all know we, weather in happens, Michigan. Yeah. It's been there and done that. So you guys can kind of chuckle how we go up and down with the uh, oh, yeah. with the weather pattern here for sure. Oh, so yeah. It's not necessarily a change. It's just do? a pattern. That's right. That's so right. we are talking about lawns. And I did say my friend Dave Taylor from Fertilome is there this morning. Bring your sod samples down. Six by six sod sample. Put it in a um, a little shoebox and let us determine what we can help you with. Do you have shade? You might not need all four steps on your lawn program. So that's somewhere where we can help you determine. I talked earlier about um, soil, then compaction, bare spots. You know, right now, there's all kinds of things coming up. Two weeks ago, our grounds crew, I said um, to uh, some of the team, hey, guys, sorry, nothing really happening today. Nothing's coming up. Two weeks later, holy smokes, every all the weeds are coming up, Jim. So weeds in the lawn, weed-free zone. You buy a four-step lawn program today. Dave Taylor is giving away weed-free zone free, a uh, little wow. ready-to-use with that. So you have now a little, um, little package that goes along with a free um Free, weed-free zone, a little ready to use. So that's kind of nice. Um, weeds in the driveway, use kills all. Weeds by the lake, use aquatic kills all. Be smarter. Um, total fence, underneath the fence, kill where you never want anything to grow ever again. Yeah. Okay, use decimate. You know, if the, there's the right product for the right spot. So I said earlier, great day, great week, and great want, month to plant. The satisfaction to see that tree, that shrub, the perennial, the annual, the house plant, the evergreen, to all have success. It kind of makes you feel good. It kind of makes you like, oh, the plant lived. You watched it grow. You nurtured it. You fed it. You watered it. You pruned it. You kind of feel bad if you lost it. You know, it kind of becomes part of the family. Some of my collection that our family has at our house um, include October Glory, Black Tower Elderberry, Little King Dwarf Birch. Somebody's always favorite is Tricolor Beach, Weeping Canadian Hemlock, Persian Parodia. It is a zone three uh, plant. It would grow in Russia, Jim. I'm not sure. I'd, uh, Ukraine. I, I shouldn't. It grows very, very north. I, I'm, okay. It grows in the northern yes, area. Yes. Okay. Warbly's pink Strax japonica. It is like a shower of pink coming down in a waterfall that flowers in late May. Dawn redwood, weeping Luessa crab, purple pendula beech, crimson frost birch, and my treasured dwarf bonfired peach. Weeping Filbert, and my newest addition, Japanese Snowbell Strax Japonica. And that's not even to mention so many of Waddell's favorites, I don't even have room for. Wow. <laughs> so think about today maybe coming down for sustainability yeah. at the same time with the trees. Fruit trees. We have combination trees saying, um, I don't have any room. We have a tree that has a combination, one tree, that mm-hmm. has multiple branches of different apples on it. Oh, so wow. one plant. Holy we have man. 
fruit trees that have been grown espalier, which is growing sideways that could be put along a fence. So it's not trained as a tree, but it's trained as a, a very <clears throat> vertical growing plant that could be trained along a fence row. Honeycrisp, apple, pear, cherry, peach, nectarine, yum. Yeah. <laughs> um, ornamental trees, compact, fun, many, many seasoned varieties. Coral burst crab and sparkling sprite are two of our um, uh, items we're showing off this weekend with an additional price. Coral burst and sparkling sprite are great little dwarf varieties of crab, varieties that would go up near a house, easy to take care of, no pruning. Coral burst is a tri-color flower gem, so it is oh, really? closed red, open pink, and fully open white. Sparkling Sprite has incredible lasting power for the fall and winter. Um, it's rated very high as far as disease resistance. So two varieties that we have for the Arbor Day weekend uh, additional sales. So um, when we come back, I'm going to take a uh, maybe now a little break, and we're going to talk about <clears throat> one of Jim's favorites, and I will say Serviceberry is uh, got in its name. Oh, yeah. I love Serviceberry bushes. All right, well, we'll take a quick break, and we'll come right back to Over the Garden Fence here on 591 FM, WKZO. The lawn experts at Waddell's want you to know that now is the best time of year to repair your lawn or start a new one. Waddell's is known for its exclusive grass seed blends formulated for the Kalamazoo area. This week, get Waddell's four most popular blends on sale. Supreme Blend, that has been the favorite sunny blend for our area for more than 50 years, is now just $8.99 a pound. Jaguar Seed is on sale for only $6.49 per pound. Also on sale this week, Waddell's Deluxe Shady and City Blends for high traffic areas. To assure better seed germination, be sure to put on Fertilone Lawn Starter Fertilizer. All four sizes are now on sale, including the bag for 1,000 square feet for $11.99. Before planting, be sure to kill all the weeds and grasses in the area with Killsall. All five sizes of Killsall are also on sale, including the 32-ounce ready-to-use spray bottle for just $7.99. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. No, the snow bell. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> WKZO News time is uh, 9.35, 51 right now in sunshine. You're saying you haven't seen a flower yet? I have to tell <laughs> you the story because I I, um, I uh, fill in periodically at our sister station up in Holland, WHTC, oh. and I was there uh, the last uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of this week. <laughs> and, you know, of course, tulip time is, is coming, oh, yeah. coming in. And what amazes me is that row after row after row when you're driving down the street, yeah. they plant tulips right at the edge of the curb. Yeah. And they're all blooming. And it's just, it's gorgeous. It is. Not all of them are blooming. No, but, no. I mean, there's some still in the bud stage. Yeah. But I can't, I just, I can't imagine what kind of, of work it takes to plant that close to the road. I yeah. mean, it's just, and they're just beautiful. Jim, we put, I, I can't even imagine the work they put in. Because we put in thousands at our store mm -hmm. and the work that goes into that to make sure that because when they're all done jim you don't want any stragglers they oh. all get they all get lifted back up and we actually have a community bulb dig we 
at the end of the bulb season, people yeah. come and dig them up. But if it breaks off, the plant's still down in the ground. So we still, all that has to be lifted up. So the next year, you don't have all reds with oh. one white. Yeah, <laughs> it's the lone white one. Yeah, yeah. they, they did say, they uh, the, the just in case you're wondering, because in case you go up there, uh, the community bulb uh, dig gate day in uh, uh, Holland is going to be oh. May 20th. Oh, neat. So put that on your calendar if you want to make the sojourn up there and you want to help dig. So That's the day. So can I ask the... With showing good color, oh yeah, beautiful yeah. color, so, and all different. I mean, there were purples and yellows uh, and reds and whites, and I, they just they varied them. But it, just the fact that I could drive down Central Avenue, which yeah. is how I got to the station, and just see row after row after row of tulip on this uh, right near the road, yeah, wow. yeah. Just I have seen from the growers pictures from Howland, the country, with the tulips being grown out in the fields with just. I mean, like corn mm -hmm. with massive row of orange, like thousand acres, then a row of red and a row of yellow, like you said, a yeah. row of purple. Un unbelievable. Just really, the, really nice. The colors are stunning. So maybe this is the weekend to enjoy some of that yeah. too at the same time. Wh whoever the uh, person is that uh, decided to plant the daffodil bulbs along uh, the uh, highway yes, in places like the uh, interchange with 131 yeah. and 994, um, a fervent thank you from me. Because it's so nice to drive down that exit and just see beautiful flowers. It really is. That was a concept years ago, and actually we were part of that, uh, not the whole thing, but 131 and 94 exchange. We did mm -hmm. some of that planting, believe yeah. it or not. And they're still there. They are still there. So, right. so we're, we're talking about my favorite bush. <laughs> service service that's the worst known that's the worst kept secret in the world um i i, I adore service berry bushes for mm -hmm. a few reasons number one they're beautiful mm -hmm. they're they're easy to to maintain and they're a four season plant and the reason i say that is because they provide foliage and food mm -hmm. for the birds for four seasons that's right and that's it's right. just gorgeous and they're in flower this week and we have <clears throat> many varieties from Autumn Brilliance to um, Regent's Dwarf, which is a great variety, to a brand new one called Standing Ovation. It is a proven winter variety, but it's brand new. It's still in a small form, but like, like Jim said, great in the winter. Super nice, kind of a nice, muscly gray wood. Mm -hmm. Springtime flower you couldn't go wrong oh i know it's beautiful summer hardiness with good green nice small foliage and i mean beating heat over in the rocks at crossroads mall where nobody's watering all the way to the shade of your own home that service berry will do both and the best is the fall fruit mm -hmm. and the fruit holds some of the newer varieties hold on so good like autumn brilliance and regents looks like a blueberry tree there's so much fruit on it and it's it actually is edible for us too at the same time but oh, wow. the birds strip it off and usually at Waddell's you don't even see the fruit because birds yeah the birds come <laughs> birds and eat are it. long gone all right you want to go to the phone yes please All right, let's take the phone call talk to bob this morning good morning bob welcome to over the garden fence hey good bob. morning guys how you doing andy bob, welcome happy spring Hey, thank you. I was wondering if I plant a Honeycrisp tree, is that going to produce or am I going to need a pollinator with it? You're going to need a pollinator with it. Yep. And I will say that uh, the bigger, the, we have started to grow bigger Honeycrisps because Honeycrisp is the favorite, Bob, of everybody's. 
but is actually the slowest of some of the trees in the apple family. So Honeycrisp's is uh, its root structure is not the fastest. So I have them in like in a 7 and a 10 and a 15 gallon, a little bigger size. But pick something, Bob, maybe like a yellow transparent or a golden delicious would be a great cross-pollinator for Honeycrisp. Okay. Okay. A gentleman was in one of our talks and then had three-year orchard with 19 Honeycrisp, wondering why he didn't have any fruit. (laughs) And I said, did you have any pollinator? No, I had no idea. I got them online. So I'm just trying to help you, Bob. Put, I know sometimes somebody say, my neighbor has a crab tree and it'll pollinate, but two opposite varieties will surely help. And the golden family usually is some of the best mid-season pollinator to help with the apples. All right. Great. I appreciate it, Andy. You bet. Now I got, Bob, I also got Honey Gold which is a, a newer variety, too, is a combination. And uh, I know we got some Gala and Granny Smith and uh, a lot of other apples in stock right now. Now, those Honeycrisp, do you have them in a, is there a dwarf tree? You know what? Ones? They are, Honeycrisp is probably not going to be a really big tree for many years, Bob. I think you're going to probably going to see a 12 to 15 out of that. But I take even my... Um, Red Delicious, and I cut them back, Bob, to about eight feet. I I have probably a six to eight inch trunk yellow delicious or a red delicious. I just cut back every yeah. year, and that way I can harvest it better, and that way the fruit is not fifteen feet up in the air, and you're going to get a better plant. Dwarf Honeycrisp would be probably something that you wouldn't find on the market. The most of these would be semi dwarf. Okay. Oh. So, All right, Bob, does that help? Hey, it sure does. Thank Bob, you, swing down, and we've yeah, got come some... come on hun- down, and it sounds like they'll take good care of you. You bet, Bob. Thank you for the call, and happy spring. Thank you, Andy, and same to you. Take All care. All right. Yeah, that's a good question. And you've talked about that before, but that is a good question because people will talk about cross-pollination, but then they won't go the step further and go, okay, yep. so what tree do I have to, mm-hmm. to get? When you, just to dovetail off what Bob said, when you've got a, a tree like that, how far away do you plant the other tree? Within bee's view. Okay. And so that sounds funny, but put them on the same side of the house okay. if you possibly can. Put them in an area where the bee doesn't have a problem. If you try to put it at one end of the forest and the other end of the forest, he yeah, probably that's... will get there, but it won't be near the pollination that's that's required too. Okay. So I think that people have uh, my neighbor I know and one of my managers moms has got one pear tree, not mm-hmm. any other pear around, and they produce pear. But somewhere there is a pollinator in the area, so well, it's, it's yep. And so we have that list because peach don't need a pollinator. Sweet cherry, do need a pollinator, okay. you know, and yeah. so go through with the staff, and they can help you determine, and uh, somebody can help you maybe select your orchard. Um, okay. With, I'm just going to go back to the blueberry question earlier. Protection, you put out a new plant right away that's been nurtured every day. A the deer, the rabbit, the vole, the shrew, they're going to find it. So mm-hmm. if you have deer issues, either. Um, Cone them with chicken wire, fence them, put something around them. Um, Tree wrap come fall. I like to put tree wrap on Thanksgiving weekend and take it off on Mother's Day for sure. Uh, Those are just protections with fruit trees as you go. So With the fruit trees, because we're getting ready to to have to to sign off, but I want to ask you really quick, can you use those deer repel? 
sticks? Yep. As long, it won't affect the, the fruit, right? It totally will. Okay. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> Use it on, on year one and two to get your fruit trees going. Okay. Plan on not even eating the fruit. Okay. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, Jim, you wouldn't want to put that out there. Okay. So there's a guy just off 6th Street that buys those repellent tablets and gets the fruit trees going on year one and two. Year three, they'll wear off, and then that, that tree's established. All right. You want to do this again next week? You know what? I do. Might as well. Let's Thank you, friends, fun. for listening in, and uh, come on down to Waddell's for yes. the event. Uh, Kids Club is uh, starting today, and uh, pick your tree. Plant a tree for somebody today. There you go. All right, Andy, thanks, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to Over the Garden Fence. Tune in each and every Saturday after 9 a.m. for Over the Garden Fence, and it's 68th year, brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of Milliman 12th Street in the roundabout, 590.